Hi, and welcome to Crypto Chats, a podcast that explores cryptids, alien encounters, and ghost stories. This episode was previously recorded for a different type of media, so please ignore all mentions of videos and specific photos. Um, Links to all the photos that are mentioned in this video are in the description. Crypto chats. Um, today I've got an interesting one for you. Um, we're going to talk about the Loveland Frog, um, also sometimes called the Loveland Frog Man. Um, regardless, we're going to talk about him. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, so let's get into it. Um, the very first sighting of the Loveland Frog Man was in 1955 um, in Loveland, Ohio. Um, the story has kind of lost some of its detail over time. Um, because much like most uh, like folklore things, you know, it's kind of like a giant game of telephone um, where some of the details kind of, you know, lose their impact after a while and get lost to time. Um, so the very first sighting, May 1955, um, we have what we know of either as a businessman or a traveling salesman. Regardless, some, some man is walking down um, an unnamed road um, in Loveland, Ohio, um, where he stopped to see these three um, frog-like looking creatures um, that were three to four feet tall with leathery skin and frog heads. Um, they're bipedal, so they're standing upright um, on their hind legs. Um, three of them standing there, kind of conversing amongst themselves um, and just straight chilling. Um, so obviously this guy was like, what is that? That's not normal. Uh, don't know what that is. Um, so like most of us I think would do, he stood and kind of watched them for a little bit just to see if they were gonna do anything, if they would leave, like kind of try to figure out what he was seeing. Um, and as he was watching them, they continued to converse between each other um, until one of them had a wand um, and held the wand over its head and it started shooting fiery sparks out of it um, to then, at that point, this guy just said, you know what, not doing that, and he left. Um, so over time, that story has kind of changed a little bit. Um, we have either a businessman or a salesman, nobody can ever be sure, and it was either, you know, they're standing on the side of the road or they're standing under or over a dimly lit bridge. Um, there are a couple variations of that specific story um, that have kind of made their way to modern times. So the description of this creature stays the same throughout every uh, version of this story that's told. Um, still three to four feet tall, frog-like creature. You know, it's got the head of a frog, um, as you can see here, kind of weird looking, um, described as having leathery skin um, and, you know, standing and moving around on their hind legs, like, so being a bipedal creature, um, which is just plain weird to me. I know that if I saw something like that, I would be like, what is happening to me? Why am I seeing this? Um, because as far as like, as far as like, I don't know, animal, weird animal hybrids? I don't know, that's not really one I would ever think of. Like I would never think, oh, let's frog man, put it together, see what happens. Like that's just, it's like so bizarre to me, but I really like it. Um, so it's it's interesting that, that that's what 
a frog and a man would look like together. It reminds me of like if that that meme of like if a dog were to wear pants, would he wear them this way or this way? It's like if we put a frog and a man together, would it look like this or this? Um, and the outcome honestly is just terrifying. It's just very scary. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, so the next sighting of this creature, it kind of jumps, we go from 1955 to 1972, so about 17 years um, without any sighting or mention of it really. I mean, I can't say there were no sightings because as we know, we've discussed it before, people sometimes don't report what they're seeing um, in fear of backlash or being labeled as crazy um, for whatever reason. So uh, the sighting, reported sightings kind of dried up from 1955 to 1972. So 17 years later, we have the first sighting that's happened or been reported in 17 years. Um, and this one was by a police officer who was driving down um, the street and saw in his, like fully illuminated by his headlights, um, the same description of this creature, you know, three to four feet tall, uh, leathery skin, frog-like face, walk across the front of his car, and again, fully illuminated by the headlights. So there's no doubt at this point that this man saw what he saw because he had full, full light on it. You know, it was very illuminated. You could see the full thing. And it walked across the front of his car, stopped next to the guardrail and crouched down like a frog would crouch and then hopped over the side and disappeared. Um, so that's crazy because that's, you know, going 17 years later, then seeing this thing and seeing it like fully lit up. Like you have no questions about what you just saw because, well, no, not no questions, but like no, I don't know. I guess you just can't really like deny that that's exactly what you saw because it was so fully lit. But, um, so this guy definitely saw this, this frog creature. Um, this was on March 3rd, I believe. Um, so it's in the springtime. Um, and then about two weeks later, a second cop saw the same creature um and in the same general vicinity of this of this first sighting um by this first police officer and instead of just watching it this man actually shot the creature and put it in his trunk um he later brought it to the police station um to try to identify what it was and brought the first cop that's had the original sighting in on it and he confirmed that that was definitely uh the creature that he saw but it ended up being an iguana that had lost its tail, which is crazy to me. And I'll tell you why I think it's crazy, because I did a bunch of research on iguanas um, and specifically like the types of breeds that normal people have as pets. Um, and statistically, like there were a lot of thoughts as to how this iguana got out and how this like could be the creature that people are seeing. And I'm like, that's fair. In that situation, that's what it was. You know, it was this iguana that they had seen walking across the road. And then there's another in 2016 that we'll get to in a few moments. Um, and there's just such a huge chunk of time in between there um, that upon my research into iguanas and how they live as pets, um, this theory that an iguana that someone had had as a pet had gotten out or had been released because it was too big just doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, mostly because the climate in Ohio is not prime climate for an iguana to thrive in. Um, so in the case of this, of this iguana that was caught by these cops, it doesn't make a ton of sense for it to be able to survive um, from 1955, 17 years later, 
to being this one that this iguana specifically that they caught um, and determined to be the one relevant to their sightings. Um, also, just like the size of it um, is unrealistic uh, with the climate. Um, iguanas need a lot of special, um, especially certain types of them, need a lot of special um, things to help them survive like UV lights. Um, the temperature isn't quite right um, at what would be this time of year in Ohio. Um, it just wouldn't line up for an iguana to survive. Um, long enough to be the reason behind all of these different reported sightings. Okay, so going back to the 2016 sighting, um, so it was two teenagers in the same general vicinity of um, the first sighting in 1955 and the two police officer sightings in 1972. Same general vicinity. Um, these kids were out playing Pokemon Go. Um, I'm sure we all remember Pokemon Go. <laughs> Very good time in our lives. Um, so these kids were out playing this and ended up stumbling upon a creature that fit the same general description um, as the previous reported sightings. Um, and it stood there and like stared at these kids for a while um before it eventually walked away on its hind legs um and kind of scared them pretty badly which i can understand um so going back to the stuff about the iguanas it's just not really feasible to say oh well this iguana lived from 1972 to 2016 in a climate that's not feasible for its like survival um also like you have to take into consideration like winters lack of food uh lack of shelter the temperature like there's too many factors that say okay well it probably wasn't an iguana at least that's what i feel about it um obviously like other people have different opinions on it um about what it could be personally i mean you guys have watched as many of my videos for now so you know that i'm a firm believer that everything is a cryptid <laughs> because that's part of who I am. Um, but in this case too, it's just, to me, it doesn't make sense for it to be um, written off as, well, the, the middle one, the second, and like, I guess technically third reported sightings by these police officers does make sense for me to say it was an iguana because they shot it and they said, yes, this is an iguana. The other sightings though, don't make sense for it to be considered an iguana to me. Um, but if anyone has any other opinions about that, please let me know. Um, leave me a comment because I'd love to hear uh, what you guys think it might be. Um, if you know more about iguanas than I do too, like please drop some info. So as we know from um, other sightings and other places where they've kind of um, really like honed in on their cryptid or their monster sighting, um, places love to kind of really showcase like what they have and what they're known for. Um, and Loveland, Ohio is no exception to that. Um, there, in pop culture, there were a bunch of references to the Loveland Frogman, um, including a book called The Man from Primrose Lake by James Renner. Um, and then there was also a whole musical written about the Loveland Frogman, which I think is really cool. And I would like to watch it. Um, I did not look into too much about if it's available online. If you have that information for me, please let me know because I would love to witness that musical. It is called Hot Damn, It's the Loveland Frog. Um, and that's super cool to me because I love, a, I love a good musical kind of regardless, but um, a musical about a local cryptid just seems like everything I have ever wanted. Um, it's interesting too, because they do something called the Loveland Frogman Race. 
um, in that section of Ohio every year too. And I'll tell you, if I was a runner, I would be participating in that every year. Um, as a person, I don't run very much. So I might go and cheer on the other people who have decided they're going to run. Um, but as for the running aspect, I will have to pass on that. Um, and then there's also um, a museum exhibit in Loveland, Ohio that has recently opened up, um, kind of uh, informing people on different cryptids in that area. It's in the Rutherford B. Hayes Presidential Museum. Um, and it's super cool. I looked into it. Um, and this is like recent as of the year 2020. Um, there is an exhibit on the Loveland Frog. Um, there is an exhibit on the Grassman and on Bigfoot. Um, and potentially others. I have not been there, so I cannot tell you for sure. Um, but I would like to go there at some point. So I don't know. Keep your eyes peeled. Maybe I'll go. Um, so that's what I've got for you guys on the Love and Frogman. Um, if you enjoyed this video or you have any other um, information for me, please leave me a comment. Let me know. Um, I will see you guys next time. Thanks so much. Bye!